Well, welcome to Coffee with Vern, a time where we have intentional conversations about the gospel and we desire to talk about theological truth. Thanks for joining us. We hope you can learn and grow and be fed through this. Oh my gosh, we're live. Well, did you do the welcome? No, 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 no. You do the welcome. Are you you sitting in front of the camera? Uh, Yeah, unfortunately I am. They have to look at me. Yes. But oh, I'm not. I'm not at the table. I'm at my little area, so they get a little behind-the-scenes look okay. at my area. It's very boring, but they're, well, they're getting a look at it. at least you're in front of the camera. Hey, yeah, coffee well. with Vern, folks. You get to see his face, and apparently you don't get to see mine. Well, listen, there was a big debate in my brain this morning uh, as of whether or not to actually be in front of the camera and just have, like, the audio playing and, and no video oh, at sure. all. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I I was wondering if it would just be audio. I'm glad that the Lord led you otherwise. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I guess it's that time. So uh, it is. Well, welcome to Coffee with Vern. Uh, good morning. Was it Bokato? Good morning. Good afternoon and good evening. Quarantine edition. <laughs> from my basement. <laughs> <laughs> from Bluetooth in live from the Barnes basement. We're coming at you live from 5106 uh, basement. Um, but yeah, no, dude, it's uh, it's interesting. I will tell you if uh, if you want me to elaborate because you've already been in quarantine, but it was a yes. whole different kind for you because you have kids mm-hmm. and a wife. Mm-hmm. I live with my parents, and I'm so pretty much I'm living a wall by myself in the basement. Right. No, I'm, I mean I'm I go up for food. It's like I'm the kid in the dungeon that they let out for food type deal. Yeah, let you out of your cage every so often. Yeah. Um, I go up for food, and uh, I go up for coffee, and then I come back down. Last night's the first night I slept in my own bed. Like wow. My mom's getting a lot better, and she's sleeping in her own room. Dad's in a different room, and I'm in mine. If I, like, I, I thought, why not try my own bed? So you were sleeping in, in your days. basement. I've been sleeping on the couch down here which is leather yeah and uh may i remind everyone there is no heat or air conditioning (laughs) in this basement (laughs) i have a space heater currently behind me and a candle just so that i can feel the warmth oh man oh Um, speaking of we do have a candle today i did not forget a candle did you bring it today we're smelling walter's office Mm. so yes lord well let me tell you what I'm sniffing. Yeah. Um, a little bit of weathered wood with amber patchouli and Very tobacco nice. blossom. Wow. Woodwick style. Nice. Yeah. But uh, I don't have any coffee, though. Sorry, guys. Oh, dude. I, I've got no you covered. I'm drinking. Okay. So I'm going to just go ahead and confess. Mm. Uh, quarantine. Does that mean you can't go through drive throughs <laughs> I mean, <Right>? I think. <laughs> I think technically you're supposed to stay. But even if I'm in my truck, like, you know, like, well, I mean, I, I will confess. You, you, you I, I take mean, it how you want to take it. <laughs> I, I wore a mask, but I had to go get me some coffee. I and so I hit up a drive through this morning. I'm not going to um, judge you. Please don't. I, I had Evans Middle School on uh, Google Classroom. So like, just like Zoom, I got the, I'm on their schedule for once a month. since You know, we can't go into the schools. And I had to get up at like 6.15 to get ready for that because I didn't know when they were going to send the link. Yeah. And so, which is my normal anyways, but um, my mom, I was trying to be, I was trying to be a good son. You know, I wasn't trying to wake her up with my grinder, ying, 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 like, you know, 6.30 <laughs> in the morning. I'm like, well, you know, 
I got to have my coffee. So. Yeah, no doubt. Here I am. I've got my coffee. Uh, today's coffee is brought to you by Beller Donuts. Ah, um, did you get you some donuts uh, too? Um, you can answer that. Oh, yeah, probably so. Is it the red velvet kind again? Or? Yeah, I got a dozen. Yeah, I'm eating one right now, and these things are phenomenal. Very nice. But, uh, no, we're, we're doing all right, dude. The quarantine life uh, is interesting, and I don't really know if I ever want to do this again. <laughs> this is absolutely miserable. Yeah, I hate um, it. You know, I know it's like I'm not taking it away from people that are sick, like with the virus. That is awful and even more miserable. But there is the same amount of misery to a degree for those in quarantine because we have to suffer with them in a different kind of aspect. Like, right. I can't do anything, you but I feel anything. fine. And that's the worst part. It's like, I feel great yeah. and I can't do anything. Well, see, so, that's like when I told you guys when I was in quarantine, I would take the girls on a walk when Allison mm-hmm. was sleeping or something. I'd take the girls on a walk around the neighborhood, and I couldn't go up and talk to anybody, but I was just praying, God, help somebody, allow somebody to be out in their yard so I could just have <laughs> Some kind human of interaction. interaction, you know? Yeah. So. Well, that was me at the drive-thru. It was just nice to see somebody serve me. I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> I want to come inside. Oh, man. But, um, no, it, uh. It's all good. Mom's getting better every day. Good. Um, Been praying for her. And, yeah, she's improving every day. And uh, she's just got, you know, this this virus is crazy. Everybody kind of gets it a little different. She's got yeah. the massive headache. Mm. And, but everything else, like, you know, the taste and all, she still tastes. She can smell. Uh, but she's got a headache out of this world. And yeah. so, and now she's starting to cough a lot. But uh I don't, you know, dad seems to be fine. I'm not really around either of them just to kind of be careful because right. I would like to come back to work Sunday. <laughs> um, but I'm still, you know, I'm still good. Um, my last day of like the way the medical professionals told mom was that if I was going to start showing symptoms, it would be the seventh day. Right. Like three to seven days. And then the eighth day I could be cleared as far as like to go outside type deal, go places. That's nice. It's crazy. It's 8, 10, 14. It all depends on who you work for type deal. It does because um, because Allison's doctor said the girls and I had to be quarantined for 14 days. Right. And, and Allison only had to be 10. So so they told mom 10. Mm-hmm. They told me and dad 8, but that we would probably need to work to go wait to go back to work till like that 10th, which will be Sunday yeah. for me, Monday for him. But, uh, yeah, no, we're good. Um, so, Lord willing, Thursday is my last day of, like, if I'm going to get it type deal, showing symptoms, knock on wood. So, yeah. I got two more days to get through this mess. But, uh, God is good, nonetheless. Um, and we can even, we can talk a little bit about that today. I mean, dude, uh, we can take the conversation wherever. Um, for all those people that are listening, I'm so sorry that you don't get to have my stupidity on a oh, live microphone with Jesse live. On but full display. Hey, I'm right. Full full display of stupidity. Ugh. But um, no, nah, dude. Uh, what I, I told you yesterday, we could talk a little bit about quarantine life. Talk yeah. about that. I will tell you this. Um, so I've had how many people, God knows how many people have like told me, you know, this is going to be good for you, including you, Jesse. So this is not a roast. Let me Did prep I say that. that. <laughs> it's not a roast. I don't remember. Saying yeah. That. 
Well, you didn't say like this is going to be good, but you told me to. What were your exact words as I was walking out Friday, heated? And oh yes, sad I said take comfort. Broken. Yes, I said take comfort knowing that God is still going to work in your students and on your students while you're gone. And I said take this time to. I don't remember what I said exactly, but it was basically. Oh, meditate. I remember exactly. What oh, you, you tell said. me. You said, "Remember, God is sovereign," and I was like, "Of course, you're going to push yes. my words down my throat." I did say that, like with a plunger. Um, you were mad, dude. Yeah, and for everyone that doesn't, you know, you're the editor. You get to edit whatever you want. So I'm just going right. to talk. Just do it. Um, in this part, you know, you can leave in for all I care. But for everyone that doesn't know, you know, everybody has that one struggle in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody has many strokes. Mine is anger. I'll go ahead and confess. I, I, I become a fireball over things. And Friday when I received the news that I was going to have to quarantine. Oh man. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. There's an ax in our shed that it, it's there for a reason. So when I'm frustrated, I go, I go tear down trees in the backyard because we have three acres behind us. And so Let's just put it, uh, I put some metal in, went down there, and I'll let that tree have it. But, you know, there's better ways. I, I'm one of those kind of people, if I'm angry, I can't sit and breathe. I've yeah. got to, like, i got to hit something or i got to throw something. Yeah, yeah. Which, there's, you know, is it sinful for me to take an axe to a tree? No. Um, there's ways to act in your anger without leading into sin. And I think right. working out, biking, things like that are active ways. Um, and so, dude, but Friday I was heated. You saw, and, and I had a parent tell me, remember, it's just a week. Mm-hmm. It's just one week. And I'm like, yeah, but it's a week I'm not with my kids. Yeah. And for those people, for you know, you're with me every day. For people that know me, for me to be away from my kids and to be away from my church body is the most painful thing in life. Right. Like, I'm away. Okay. And my girlfriend's going to listen to us. God forgive me. Anna, forgive me. I'm away from my girlfriend for weeks at a time because she lives in Greenville. It is is just as much painful for me to be away from my church family because they are truly my blood family in Christ. Right. And that's that's a tighter connection than any other. We talked about that in youth uh, a couple weeks ago through Matthew. And so, man, Sunday, sitting in my room watching service was painful. But yeah, yeah, so thankful to be able to. And that's why my heart goes out to those that have not been able to come back because they're just taking it very careful. And man, my heart goes out to people like that Mm -hmm. that are also can't walk out, go out because of their health conditions. I mean, I don't know how people are doing it, man. It makes me want to pray for them even more. But wow, this, uh, when you love your church, when you love your people and it's, uh, man, we are, we are blessed beyond measure with the people of West Acres. I mean, the text messages, the phone calls, the emails that I've gotten and received, words cannot even express my gratitude for the kind of people that we get to serve with. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are beyond blessed. But, uh, yeah, man, um, the Lord has, it, it's kind of gone in waves. I, the day after Friday, I was fine. Yeah. Sunday, I had a bad day because of church, just watching it, not being there was painful. Um, encouraging what was done, but still, you know, it's just like one of those things like, man, I want to be there. Monday, yesterday, uh, what was just yesterday was just a long day, um, <laughs> because it started with staff meeting and I couldn't be with y'all. Um, yeah. Yeah. You got to experience staff meeting via zoom. 
which mm-hmm. is which is weird to me. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah, because there's like awkward silence, and I can't it, like. And I you don't, don't know, know what to do. Looking at me. <laughs> I felt the exact. But was I on a laptop when I zoomed in? Yeah, you're on a laptop. Okay, because Josh kept moving it and like picking it up and moving it around, and it was like making me seasick. <laughs> yeah. No, I was. Was I on? A you were on a computer. Yeah, you were on the Big Mac. Big yeah, Mac. man, that's right. I'm a Big Mac. Oh, my word. I knew um, that was coming. Big Mac. Yeah, dude, I can wrap that whole thing. Don't even get me started. <laughs> but uh, that's called being a baby of the 90s. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, it's uh, it's been waves. And then, like, today, I mean, I'll confess, like, today, woke up, excited to speak to Evans Middle, got that done. Um, went and got me some coffee and picked up mom some breakfast just to try to make her feel better because uh, we didn't have anything really around here that um, right. seemed appetizing for anyone. Uh, dude, I've been eating organic cereal for like the last five days. I'm getting tired of it. <laughs> you'll come back. Um, you'll be the healthiest you ever been. Dude, uh, for real, I think I've lost weight. And then I've biked since quarantine started. I've biked like 22 miles. Wow. Um, and so wow. <laughs> out on all that fat in the middle of nowhere. And so, but, uh, no, then after that, it's just, um, before you call it, it's just been a challenging morning. Um, I'm having to remind myself that, you know, God is still in the midst. God's going to work, uh, through all this. And, um, it's just, there's been a lot of death within the last like day and a half. Yeah. Uh, there's been three deaths that I've heard of that kind of hit close. Yeah. And it's just like, it is, it makes you realize that what we're dealing with, with this virus, but, um, shall we turn a page? Yeah. Shall we move on to something better in life? I think we shall, which is the word of God. The word of God. Um, the word of God brought to you by the word of God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Needs no sponsorship. Uh, there you go. That's right. Brought, brought to you by God. There you go. Um, second Timothy three sixteen. Anyways, uh, 24, the 24th Psalm. Have you read that one recently? Uh, I know you're working through them. Yeah, I'm on one of four, so it was a while back. Oh, you're going consecutively? Kind of yes. like I did in college? Yes. Man, that is one of the most fruitful studies yes. out there. It's it, just walking through them consecutively. It has done so much for me. I will. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am proud of you. Continue, my friend. <laughs> um, what Psalm? But 24. 24. Yeah, you got a Bible or something? I already got it. Man, you need to go. All right. Um, I, this is what I shared with the kids this morning. So last night I was on the phone with uh, one of my students. Um, and, well, why am I saying one of my students? We talked about him all the time. I was on the phone with Cole. <laughs> <laughs> um, he called me to ask me a question about what he was studying. And uh, I said, well, Cole, let me talk to you a little bit about what I'm going to share with them in the morning, see if you like it. And... I was just really praying about, Lord, where do you, where would these middle schoolers, where do they need to hear from? And so uh, Psalm 24, I was just flipping through some Psalms because I've studied in this Bible that I have with me, the Psalms diligently, and I've taken some notes. And mm. boom, my red ink stood out like it does. And it said, the sovereignty of the Lord. And I went, okay. I was like, Jesse Moore in my ear. <laughs> and so... Uh, well, and, and then Josh talked about it Sunday. Like, I've been hearing it constantly. Yeah. And, like, I teach the sovereignty of God heavily. But sometimes you can teach things 
and they're coming out of your mouth and you forget yeah. to chew on them and swallow them before you regurgitate them. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, you can teach something for so long that sometimes just by, by the natural effect of saying it, you forget in your own heart to take time and meditate on it again and again yeah. and again. Well, I think you focus and, sometimes on getting it out to people and you forget that you need to hear it too and you need to, you need to apply it too. So I get yeah. it. And I was like, you know what? This is where we're going. But Psalm 24, 1 and 2 says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein. Mm-hmm. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Yep. And I was just like, all right, God, your sense of humor, all right, I got you. Like, I know I'm in quarantine and you're trying to tell me, hey, remember, James, remember what you teach. I'm like, I know. And it was just, it was a slap. It was straight up gut punch. Um, Did you when say I read the earth. a straight up gut punch? Straight up. Boom! There it is. Dang. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, this virus is just ransacking right now, dude. It is tearing people apart. I mean, we just lost someone that dear to some of us on staff right. uh, from the virus. And it's just, it's real. Yeah. And I mean, watching my mom, as you watched your wife suffer, watching my mom and my sister suffer, dude, this thing is freaky. Yeah. I Uh, mean, I'm not gonna lie. It scared me. Um, there were, there was a time I told you guys that I I thought that I was possibly going to lose Allison and it was hmm. the scariest thing. And that's when it was like, it was like what you said, it was like a slap, a gut punch. And I was like, ugh, thing's crazy. Well, and Mark, bookmark what you just said. We're going to come back to that for a second because I want to. I have a genuine question. I think people probably have as okay. well for that. I've thought about you this weekend when I'm sitting here because the first night my mom got it, she struggled immensely, dude. Yeah, and it freaked me out. Um, but just this whole concept of the earth is the Lord's, and that the Hebrew of the Lord right there is the personal name Yahweh. Mm. And so what we know from that is that if you've watched prior episodes or listened, the name Yahweh comes from the verb I am, meaning I am to exist. There has never been a, and really not exist is the wrong word, but meaning there's never been a beginning. There'll never be an end because I am God. Right. And so I love reading the earth is the Lord's the I am and the fullness thereof the world and those who dwell therein. Yeah. And then it, the support from what David writes is verse two and so on. But it's just, it was a fresh reminder that everything happens under his hand for his purposes, for his glory. Even the frustrating things for me, like the fact that I am now in quarantine, I'm having to go, okay, God, what is the reason you put me in quarantine? And I'll be honest, those first few days I wasted my quarantine, right? I didn't, I didn't just sit down and start reading like I, like many probably thought I would. Dude, I complained and I griped and whined (laughs) and I screamed. I lost my voice Friday from screaming angrily so much. Mm. Um, Yes, I know. I know I'm an angry bird. Um, I think I'm the angry bird, the black one that flies and blows up. The TNT one, that's me. Um, Just for all those gamers out there. Back in the early gamers. 2000s with Angry Birds. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> um, your finger gamers, that's what they are. But, uh, you know, I 
moving forward because I'm I'm stuck like this till Saturday. Sunday is when I get to come out to work. Mm. I'm I'm praying. I mean, I'm having to have a serious heart check and go. God, let me not waste this time. Yeah, let it be used for for good and for your glory and for your purposes. Um, because I I've, I've told you I hate downtime. Mm-hmm. Downtime is actually my worst enemy. Um, because there's temptation that lurks. And, and not if you're thinking, oh, gosh, what? No, just anything from anger, from frustration, yeah. being angry at God, things like that. There's all kinds of temptation that works. That's why I keep myself busy so I don't even have to struggle with temptation in it. Mm. The busier I am, and this this is, you know, this is me, and people can debate this, but the busier I am, the closer I am with the Lord right. because I'm having to rely on Him for strength in that. Mm-hmm. And that's what's been so challenging for me in this season is like, when I'm when I'm not busy or when I have downtime, it does not serve me well. Um, it didn't in college, and right now it's been challenging. The enemy loves to throw his darts at me when I am least busy. So, mm-hmm. but this is a good reminder. And so, anything uh, you want to add real quick before yeah, no, I ask your big question? You were uh, you were talking about you know you were angry and frustrated something um, something that I I had written down. Uh, that has to do with, you know, not just COVID, but everything that's going on in the world right now, you know. Um, This was John Calvin's um, take on Psalm 85, just one little portion of it. He says, The faithful generally have only granted to them a limited portion of the comforts of this life, that they may not be lulled to to sleep by the pleasures of the world. Mm. So... As the faithful, guess what? We're not going to be comfortable all the time, if if hardly at uh, at all, is what I kind of think. Right. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah, because if you look at Calvin's life, good lord, yeah, the suffering he went through, and that you know that dude Steve Austin, we talked about him last week. Oh my gosh, he said it a couple weeks ago. I forgot what sermon it was. I watched, but he said. He was preaching, um, it was the Shepherds Conference, which is a pastor's conference, all men. And I mean, when they clap and they yell out of excitement, <laughs> dude, it's like a roar. It is amazing. If you ever get a chance to watch Shepherd Conference sermons, Shepherd Conference. You, it's at MacArthur's church, and Steve Lawson always preaches at them. But uh, he said something along the lines of those that are called to this uh, role, this profession, the, the job of pastoring and ministering for the sake of the kingdom of God, you are not doing yourself due diligence if you're not preparing for suffering mm. because the Lord brings his glory through suffering. Um, and it was, it kept on to go that sometimes the greatest glory is seen through the most tragic suffering. Like for example, we look at John Bunyan, yeah. 11 years in prison died on his way home yep. from fever. Yep. Right. Let's look at Luther. One of his greatest struggles was depression. Um, he battled immensely with depression and stomach ailments. John Calvin, stomach problems, suffering, lost his wife, um, just immense suffering. And then one of the, one of the, really one of the biggest tragedies of his life was something that he allowed to happen that followed him. And, but the list goes on. I mean, yeah. Uh, R.C. Sproul, the last five years of his life, when he preached, he had an oxygen tank for yeah. a couple of those. And you just see, 
great giants like this that suffered well. And so I will tell you, my prayer has been, God, I know it's going to come. I know suffering's coming because and, and if that's what you will for your glory so that it can be shown through me, then I have to prepare for it. Yeah. But my prayer is then let me suffer well. Yeah, it kind of goes. You can suffer bad. Yeah, and it kind of goes along with what we talked about uh, last week. You know, teach me to number my days. But there was also um, another psalm. I don't remember which one it was, but um, Spurgeon was talking about how um, we are to live in such a way as to be satisfied in Christ, so that mm-hmm. whether our life is long or short, our life ends in satisfaction. Yeah, that's it. Golly. I mean, it's just such great truth that we, Mm -hmm. I mean, I need to feed myself with that daily because I'll confess, I mean, being a single man, um, 24, being in a basement for a week to 10 days, like, that's that's challenging. Like, I'll be honest, anger is one of my greatest struggles, and then I will tell you one of my battles is loneliness. Yeah. I hate being alone. Yeah. Oh, man. And it is in loneliness when the enemy likes to work out um, and, and throw those things to entice you. Yeah. And so I'm telling you, it's Tuesday. I've still got the rest of the week. I'm praying that today, even after I get off this phone call, i got to work on some stuff. Right? We'll see you tonight because um, we're still going to do it through Zoom. There you but, go. Uh, yeah, you know. But – um, my prayers, that man, that I would just make it better, make this quarantine better, that I would grow out of it, not be so angry. Because these last five days, dude, I haven't seen anger like this yeah. since I was in high school when I was a little rebel child. Well, think about <laughs> back when, uh, back when we all had to quarantine as a nation. Um, um, and you, what did you say if you didn't grow through this time of quarantine? What have you been doing? Yeah, there's so, my own words coming yeah. back to bite me again. Take take that and remember it. Why is it that this happens always <laughs> to me? I got to start writing these things down, I say, so that I can just oh, go, man. you know what, James? Swallow it. It's a pill. Um, oh, what I wanted to ask you, though, because you yeah. did something big. Okay. And I think this is for some people, especially that are suffering immensely. Yeah. All right. So when you, when you seriously, in your mind, came to the reality of Allison is not doing good and like you didn't know what the outcome was going to be what did you what did you cling to in that moment was it a passage was it a song Um, or was it pray like what did you cling to yeah so it's basically the entirety of the psalms that they have done more for me in terms of praise and worship and understanding the covenants and the promises of God and how he always, always keeps his promises mm. uh, because he's God. It, he is unable to not keep his promises. Part of his name I am, yep. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, and I had just been in the kingship Psalms. Oh, um, brother. Mm-hmm. And so just thinking that, um, God, I know that you're the God of promises, the the keeper of your promises. You're the, all the covenants and stuff like that. I don't know. I just really, the Psalms have been so influential in my way of, of thinking and of having as much peace as I can in a time like that, just clinging to the promises that, you know, you think back, um, that, that's basically what, you know, every author of, of any of the Psalms were would be telling the congregation who would be singing these psalms is 
remember back. If you're having a hard time and you don't think God is working, remember back to when you can see very clearly the promises of God, where they were Mm -hmm. kept and where he kept his promises so faithfully and that he is just, just full of steadfast love and, you know, all of that, I just had to keep that in mind. So, yeah, that, I mean, I think, I think that's just, I, I had to ask that question because, yeah. I mean, I, I can't put myself in that same situation. I'm not there in life. Um, yeah. but, and it was, I mean, I, I, it, it was scary. Like there was just that, I mean, <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I'm going to be, hopefully she's okay with this. Um, I'll be very personal. I came in the moment when I thought this. I came in and she was just laying on the bathroom floor and she could hardly speak. She, her heart rate, man, you got, you guys know her heart rate was like uppers of 140 and stuff like that. Yeah. And she had no energy. She couldn't hardly keep her eyes open. And like, I'm freaking out trying to decide if I should call an ambulance. Right. And, you know, I just, just kind of, I don't even remember in that time, but I just remember like flooding with prayer, you know, God, please just keep her safe, you know, help her body regulate that stuff like that. Um, and I just kind of sat with her and then, um, eventually I was able to get her up and lay her down and, but man, it, 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 it wasn't very long where I thought that she might be gone, but even that split second, I was like, I'm not ready. <laughs> please don't, right. please don't take her. I'm not ready. Oh, don't ask me about that anymore. I don't know if I can. <laughs> no, no, no. Talk I, about it. That's why I, you mm. know, appreciate you being vulnerable. But yeah. I needed to. I needed for myself to know what you cling to. I mean, yeah, yeah, dude. I'm a I'm a minister of the gospel, and I think you know I want to remind people that we're not perfect as pastors. Mm. We have hard days. I mean, you think about our pastor right now and what he's going through with his mother um, and his family. We're not perfect. We don't have it all figured out. Praise God, the Lord has called us to lead, right? And he's equipped us to do that because he's called us. And anytime he calls, he equips. Yeah. But, um, you know, there are days that are still challenging and we need to be encouraged by, you know, others besides just ministers. Mm Um. And I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll brag on you, Jesse, you're, you, 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 you aren't considered a minister, but man, you got more of a pastor's heart than some pastors that I've met in my life. Let me tell you, um, you would be a great one, well, but, uh, who knows what the Lord will do one day? Because like I said, oh, I mean, you know, me and you are in this for the long haul, buddy boy. Yeah. Um, uncle James, uncle James <laughs> for more information, email uncle James, uncle James. That's it. I love you, Coco. Um, but <laughs> who, by no, the way, yeah. not to not to butt in, but Coco did yeah, say no. when I was asking Allison if she wanted to be on the podcast, she said no. And Coco looked at me and said, "I'll do it. I want to be on it." That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's my that. I love your kids, man. That's what I'm talking about, Coco. But we need to get them in there one day. Yeah. Shoot, when Brody can talk, I'll bring my nephew. Um, and we can have just a powwow. There you go. Hey, Coco. Brody, be like, Coco. Kids thought hey, something. Brody. Hey, Brody. Uh, it'd be awesome. But, uh, no, I appreciate you sharing that because I think there's a lot of people that that's a question that we have. It's like, 
Yes, we, I mean, we can, as pastors, we can tell you all day long, cling to the word, cling mm. to Jesus. Cling, but how do you do that? Right. You know, that's all, that's another question is how. But yeah. Because there's 66 books in the Bible. And when you're in a panic mode, you're not just going to arbitrarily go, okay, well, a little bit of kiss five, you yeah. know, or, or whatever. <laughs> but if there's, if there's passages of scripture that are written on your heart from mm. study and memorization, you don't have to panic. You just start reciting. And I'll be right. honest with you, that's Romans eight eighteen for me, dude. My yeah. kids probably get tired of me talking about that passage, but man, there is not another verse in scripture that comforts my soul like our present sufferings are nothing compared to the glory that will be revealed in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is nothing more comforting than knowing that this is momentary. Christ is eternal and right. his glory is coming. Absolutely. And so, no, I appreciate that because, I mean, dude, that first night, uh, it scared me when my mom, uh, you know, mom didn't, she didn't nearly have it as bad as Allison, but when she told me she was scared she was going to stop breathing, yeah, that freaks you out, dude. Yes. Um, and y'all, uh, for everyone that knows, you know how close I am with my mother. Um, she's, she's my best friend. Um, and so, but uh, no, I will I'll say on a closing note, um, I appreciate you making this happen, calling me in, yeah, man. calling in a brother. And, you know, I'm fortunate for the terms. Um, but uh, we'll be back soon. Next Tuesday, I'll be back in-house with you. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. And what we, next week, don't we have, is, is next week when we start the LOFJ? Uh, the week after. The week after, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can never so, so update, let's just talk about that for a minute. We're supposed to yeah, have, we're supposed to have Malone, on with, with those three LOFJ weeks here. Um, so, well, we might be okay. So hopefully, because we won't do it next week, we'll start the week after. Um, the LOFJ? Yeah. Yes. From what I understand, next week is the week for the baby. Yeah, she's supposed to, I think, go Monday is mm-hmm. what I thought I heard. Yeah. So, wow. given okay, so that, next week we gotta he figure might out what actually we're gonna be here. Dude, all I'm saying is I want that baby fresh (laughs) in office with us, like Malone holding that thing, talking about OFJ. I love you, Malone. (laughs) I know you're only 34. I know. Do you know Um, if he listened? I haven't asked him if he listened to last week's. Dude, I'm going to take it that he hasn't. Because he he hasn't said said anything. anything. Yeah. (laughs) And you know he would. Oh, Lord. But, um yeah, we'll figure out what we do next week. It'll be good. Um, and for all of our listeners, we'll uh, we'll be back. Things will be good. I'm looking forward to just see. I'm just getting antsy to get back in my office and get back grinding with y'all. It. Uh, I can't focus here. I cannot. It oh, just doesn't work. I understand that. It's hard for me to work from home too. Dude, my dad's office is right next to my room, which is where my office is. Like my office is, I have a loft and it's under it, and you know that. Yeah. But, uh, and he's like, because he can't go anywhere, he's making sales calls all day. And he he yells on the phone because <laughs> he loves talking to his friend. And I'm just like, bro, oh, Daryl, we can't do this. Daryl and my dad have so much in common. We need to, I, bro. My dad I'm has one key. level. Loki want to sit them together outside one day and just film their conversation. No kidding. Oh, you just put them in here. Get yeah, them okay. here. honestly, that would be hey, interesting. Dan, how you doing, man? You doing good, Dan? Be like yeah. a two-hour podcast just on introductions. Talking about nothing. I know. Just nothing. 
Yeah. But <laughs> we love um, you guys. We love you a lot. Love we you, do. I love you, Daryl. I love you a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll let you go. I know you got a busy day ahead of you. But um, to all of our Coffee Laverne folks, just a reminder: this virus is momentary. Yes. Compared to the glory of Jesus. Yes. And so uh, the Lord has already defeated all of it. And that is the beauty of it. So, well, until next time, Jesse Moore, I will see you, I guess, Sunday morning. Yes, sir. Uh, But to our Coffee with Vern folks, Shabbat Shalom. Go in peace. We'll talk to you next week.